What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth, uplifting and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. That's Tim. I'm JP. How are you, Tim Tim? Oh, I'm doing amazing, sir. How are you? Stupendous as always. Before we get to our positive news stories about people improving their world and their community for the better, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Helps us out so much. Those five-star reviews are how we get so many more listens. We also have a Patreon where we're doing our will be all that money that we raise in our Patreon month, Patreon. We give back to the community in our quarterly drives. <clears throat> and yeah. We haven't done our spring drive yet, even though we talked about it all last week because COVID-19 and awful weather happened here in Oklahoma City. We're going to figure something out. We're going to go clean up, even if it's just me and Tim, not a community coming together. We're going to go clean up OKC, and we have our summer drive coming up after that. Also, if you subscribe to our Patreon, you get a bonus episode of the podcast on Saturday or Sunday. We really appreciate that. If you all do subscribe. We also have a Facebook page where we post all these positive news stories and more. And an Instagram where you can see Tim's pretty face. But let's get to the people improving the community for the better stories. Tim, what do you got? I am excited to talk about this one. So I'm going to be talking about a young woman by the name of Becky Hoffler. She works at Duke University. And she was actually talking to her phone when this started. Or talking on her phone when this started. She's talking to her grandfather. And, you know, everything that's going on with this virus had her worried and was just checking up on him. And her grandfather mentioned that he was going to have to go to the grocery store and stock up on some groceries and stuff. And she immediately was concerned for him. Um, She understands that the elderly population is most at risk of catching this virus. But she lived in New Jersey. But he lives in New Jersey and she's from North Carolina, so she couldn't help out at all. So she's was sitting there thinking later on at night, man, like, what can I do? And that's when it hit her, man. It inspired her immediately. I can help out my community. I can do something in my community. So what she did is she found every senior neighbor that she had. She called them, contacted them, knocked on their door, did everything she possibly can to make sure they had, she had somebody to get groceries for them. If not, she offered to do it herself. Right now, she is getting groceries for six of her elderly neighbors. And she said, am I excited that I'm probably going to get a sweet loaf of bread, banana bread for this? Absolutely. (laughs) Which I (laughs) thought was awesome because I know myself would love some banana nut bread. (laughs) But it's pretty awesome because this story inspired her. She sees so many memes online. And this is what I love, why I love this story so much. She saw so many memes online, people talking about the elderly community, the community, how it's only going to affect them. Not realizing that we all have parents, not realizing that we all have grandparents. She said, I want to do something about this. I want to help inspire other people to do the same. And she's hoping that her story is inspiring other people to go out and help their neighbors because she feels like that's the most American thing you can do right now in this situation. Help your neighbor and make sure you can get some help. She left signs in stores saying, if you need help, do you know someone that needs help shopping? And she left her phone number down in all the grocery stores in her community as well, man. I think this is awesome. I have a super dope video that followed her and interviewed her that I'm going to share to our Facebook page so everybody can check this out. And I hope that people all over the country that are listening now, you guys call somebody that your parents, your grandparents, and you do something for them like this. Don't let them leave the house right now. Let, you know, let's keep everybody healthy. 
Absolutely. See, I mean, we can all do this. This shouldn't just be her. We should all be reaching out to help each other in a time of need. Absolutely. Also, I love her mind state. Like, what can I do for my community? It's exactly what this podcast is about. Do sabes. I knew you would love that story, JP. How are you going to use it to improve your community, Tim Tim? Honestly, after while reading this story, JP, man, it made me sit back and think, like, have I contacted everybody I needed to contact to make sure they needed help? And man, that's more than enough for me because now after I read the story, I had a conversation with two other people about this story alone and they did the exact same thing that I did, JP. They sat back and like, wait a minute, have I contacted everybody I needed to contact? Parents, uncles, aunts, grandparents, neighbors. And I think that's awesome, man. I think that's what she was seeking out to do. And the fact that it made me talk to two other people about it, it's a domino effect. That's why we talk about these positive news stories. So more people can hear about them and be influenced by their good deeds and not just be terrified of the world whenever you watch mainstream news. Do sabes. It's crazy, JP. One of our really good friends that we've known forever was like, man, there's still positive things going on in the world. I had to let him know, yes, man, listen to our podcast. We got you. <laughs> Definitely check out The Positive Truth. That should be our uh, <laughs> our commercial if we ever have one. There's still good things going on in the world. Yes, at The Positive Truth Podcast. <laughs> Take that, world. Before we get to my person improving their community and their world for the better, we like to pause and do audio meditation to where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Dude, I'm grateful for my mother. Um, it's weird. I, I, I probably say I'm thankful for her often, but I got sick this past week, man, and it hit me out of nowhere because, you know, I got the flu four months ago, so I wasn't expecting to get any type of illness anytime soon. <laughs> and good thing it only hit me for a couple of days. But uh, my mom, man, she, she came in, she took care of us. And then when my daughter got sick, she still was trying to come by and, and take care of her. <laughs> and it's just it's awesome because no matter how old I get and no matter how old she gets, she still has that motherly bone in her body, even though she has, you know, 15 grandchildren, 16 grandchildren. It's just awesome, man. So shout out to my mom. I know you're listening. I love you and thank you for taking care of me last week. There's never a bad reason to be grateful for your mother. So you don't have to apologize Dude. for that, Tim Tim. Yeah, I know. I just give her a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never given anyone a hard time, so that's just completely unacceptable. <laughs> that was everybody listening, I, everybody listening caught that sarcasm. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> um, I am grateful for entertainment. Since everyone is afraid of like being locked in the house, I mean, like, think of all the great things you can do now. Like, I don't do Netflix, but like, you have television, you have the internet, you can go outside, like, in your backyard and just enjoy the weather. Especially if you're here in Oklahoma, like, it's never cold anymore. It's only cold on our whenever we want to do trash tag challenge. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> so I mean, like, you got books. You have this little thing in your pocket that's a supercomputer if you really are get bored. We have video games. We have, like, Monopoly. I mean, I personally love Monopoly. That might say something about my personality. <laughs> JP, some, we have to play Monopoly. <laughs> I mean, if you want to lose, but... Uh... <laughs> oh, yes. What's going down? And um, I have to be the thumbtack, by the way. 
that's cool, man. I'm the car. I, I pretty much race everybody to the end, and I have the most money and properties. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I always like picking the thumbtack because that's what my mom would get because she sewed and she always went as a kid. <laughs> so I'm trying to keep that legacy going. But yeah. Oh. Shout out to entertainment. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Also, shout out to my person that I'm going to talk about today. Her name is Vilma McBride Murray. She's a teacher, professor, doctor at the University of Piedmont College, Vanderbilt University. So, Vanderbilt. so she's a member of the Avengers is what you're telling me. Oh, more than that. She, not only does she have her doctorate in human development and family studies, she's dedicated her entire life to helping out African-American communities. So she started two programs. The first one she started was over 20 years ago. It was the SAAF. Started in 2000. It's a strong African-American families program. And the idea was to bolster positive parenting, promote competence and good decision making among youth. And most of all, they want to dissuade young people from early sexual engagement, drug use and drinking. So what she did is she took all this research she had been doing on the struggles of African-American families due to like racism, employment opportunities, public transportation, recreational facilities, income, healthcare, mental and physical. And she was like, I've done all this research. There's so much research out there. We know how to make a positive difference in the African-American community, but there's not enough funding from the government for it. So I'm going to do it myself while I teach college. So she tested the effectiveness on 67 families in nine counties in rural Georgia because she realized rural youth have, like, they have less support base than urban youth. All these young people had positive outcomes. And she was like, we can be better in this. So the program, the SAAF, it involved vigilant parent practices. So families were brought together to discuss norms, values, solutions regarding behavior and risk, talk to children about the consequences of their behaviors, parents need to know where children are and the places in the community to avoid. It was an, The idea was you get all these families together and you have them talk to each other. They, start, they build a connection, they stay connected, they create a community, they start looking out for each other. The kids have a positive, find positive friends in the, in the group and they don't go on they have pride in themselves, pride in their communities, and they have better outcomes. Guess what, Tim? It worked. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I wanna, I'm ready. I was wondering. I was like, did this really work, though? <laughs> Absolutely worked, but Dr. Murray's like, ah, we can be better. So, so she started the PAAS program. It's the Pathways for African American Success. And what she realizes is there's all this technology in the world, right? And she's like... Sometimes it's hard for these families to get together because they're overworked and underpaid, especially in rural communities. Transportation's hard, especially in African-American rural communities. So what she did is she talked to people that are more technologically inclined than she was, and she's like, what we need to do is we need to send, create an app, send out booklets, brochure, brochures, and just send out information for free every single month. Send it to their phones, to the parents that don't have the phones, send them booklets. She did this to send it to 400 African American families. And since they've done that, what 
everything's gotten even better. So they these anything these pamphlets were discussions about puberty, peer pressure, bullying, racial slurs for both the young people and parents. And the data has shown when both of these programs have been combined, it has almost completely stopped the use of alcohol, drug, and sexual activity amongst the youth because they're like, oh, maybe smoking weed every day probably isn't the best like for my homework. Maybe like drinking and driving might get us killed, might put me in jail, might put someone else at risk. At risk. And it's helped the parents even more because not only do the parents now have access to people like when they need it, like, oh, I need help discussing this with my child. I need help pushing my child to go to a trade school, to going to college. I have no idea because I never went. I don't know what to do. This helps all of that. And it's increased skills in child rearing among caregivers and reduced their symptoms of depression so they have better mental health. And she did this by herself started both of these programs while working. It just shows you there's a lot of great people that see a problem in the community, spend their whole life researching it, and then go out and help. She's helping in Georgia. And you never hear about them ever. And I really wanted to talk about her on here and just how awesome these programs are because they're gonna be around long after Dr. Murray's gone. And hopefully the positive things she's doing in Georgia will spread out to the rest of America. Wow. So you weren't lying when you said she did a lot more. Man, like I needed to hear that story, JP. It definitely inspires me personally just because like I feel like I've been trying to do a lot of different things lately and bring up new ideas and just trying to do something for a positive change, not just, you know, at work, but at home, just everywhere in life a little bit. But I've been coming up short. You know, ideas weren't as good as I thought. You know, maybe it's just not coming together. But if, I feel like if I were just to, to stay true to myself and believe in something the way that she just believed in herself and her programs, I can make a difference as well, too, JP. Absolutely. That's a lifetime of dedicated to others right there. It doesn't pay out yes, immediately, sir. but it's going to make a positive impact for years to come. Exactly. And at the end of the day, that's, that's greatness to me, man. Absolutely. Everyone should know about Dr. Murray. Before we get out of here, Tim Tim, do you have a quote quote? Absolutely. Be somebody who makes everybody feel like a somebody. Quotes by Tim. And we'll be back on Wednesday with six positive news stories. Till then, we're out. Stay positive.